0: chapter 7 of the religion of ancient egypt this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by pietr natter the religion of ancient egypt by william matthew flinders petrie chapter 7 the cosmic gods the gods which personify the sun and sky stand apart in their essential idea from those already described although they were largely mixed and combined with other classes of gods so much did this mixture pervade all the later views that some writers have seen nothing but varying forms of sun worship in egyptian religion it will have been noticed however in the previous chapters what a large body of theology was entirely apart from the sun worship while here we treat the latter as separate from the other elements with which it was more or less combined Ra was the great sun-god to whom every king pledged himself by adopting on his accession a motto title embodying the god's name such as ra amen kau ra established the kas ra sehotep ab ra satisfies the heart ra nep mat ra is the lord of truth and these titles were those by which the king was best known ever after This devotion was not primitive, but began in the fourth dynasty, and was established by the fifth dynasty being called Sons of Ra, and every later king having the title Son of Ra before his name. The obelisk was the emblem of Ra, and in the fifth dynasty a great obelisk temple was built in his honor at Abusir, followed also by others. Heliopolis was the center of his worship, where Senuserd I, in the twelfth dynasty, rebuilt the temple and erected the obelisks one of which is still standing but ra was preceded there by another sun-god atmu who was the true god of the nome and ra though worshipped throughout the land was not the aboriginal god of any city in heliopolis he was attached to atmu at thebes attached to amen these facts point to ra having been introduced into egypt by a conquering people after the theologic settlement of the whole land there are many suggestions that the ra worshippers came in from asia and established the rule at heliopolis the title of the ruler of that place was the hek a semitic title and the hek sceptre was the sacred treasure of the temple the spirits of heliopolis were specially honoured an idea more babylonian than egyptian this city was a centre of literary learning and of theologic theorising which was unknown elsewhere in egypt but familiar in mesopotamia a conical stone was the embodiment of the god at heliopolis as in syria on the native name of heliopolis occurs twice in syria as well as other cities named heliopolis there in later times the view of an early semitic principate of heliopolis before the dynastic age would unify all of these facts and the advance of ra-worship in the fifth dynasty would be due to a revival of the influence of the eastern delta at that time the form of ra most free from admixture is that of the disc of the sun sometimes figured between two hills at rising sometimes between two wings sometimes in the boat in which it floated on the celestial ocean across the sky the winged disc has almost always two cobra serpents attached to it and often two ram's horns the meaning of the whole combination is that ra protects and preserves like the vulture brooding over its young destroys like a cobra and creates like the ram this is seen by the modification where it is placed over a king's head when the destructive cobra is omitted and the wings are folded together as embracing and protecting the king the disc form is connected with the hawk god by being placed over the head of the hawk and this in turn is connected with the human form by the disc resting of the hawk-headed man which is one of the most usual types of ra the god is but seldom shown as being purely human except when identified with other gods such as atmu horus or amon the worship of ra outshone all others in the nineteenth dynasty united to the gods of thebes as amon ra he became king of the gods and the view that the soul joined ra in his journey through the hours of the night absorbed all other views which only became sections of this whole by the greek times this belief seems to have largely given place to others and it had practically vanished in the early christian era atmu tum was the original god of heliopolis and the delta side, round to the gulf of suez which formerly reached up to Ismailieh. how far his nature as the setting sun was the result of his being identified with ra is not clear it may be that he was simply a creator god and that the introduction of ra led to his being unified with him those who take the view that the names of gods are connected with tribes as set and suri anuke and anak might well claim that atmu or atum belonged to the land of aduma or etham kepera has no local importance but is named as the morning sun he was worshipped about the time of the nineteenth dynasty Aten was a conception of the sun entirely different to ra no human or animal form was ever attached to it and the adoration of the physical power and action of the sun was the sole devotion so far as we can trace it was a worship entirely apart and different from every other type of religion in egypt and the partial information that we have about it does not so far show a single flaw in a purely scientific conception of the source of all life and power upon earth the Aten was the only instance of a jealous god in egypt and this worship was exclusive of all others and claims universality. There are traces of it shortly before Amenhotep the Third. He showed some devotion to it, and it was his son who took the name of Akhenaten, the glory of Aten, and tried to enforce this as the sole worship of Egypt. But it fell immediately after and is lost in the next dynasty. The sun is represented as radiating its beams on all things and every beam ends in a hand which imparts life and power to the king and to all else in the hymn to the Aten, the universal scope of this power is proclaimed as the source of all life and action and every land and people are subject to it and owe to it their existence and their allegiance no such grand theology had ever appeared in the world before so far as we know and it is the forerunner of the later monotheist religions while it is even more abstract and impersonal and may well rank as a scientific theism anher was the local god of thynes in upper egypt and sebenitos in the delta a human sun-god his name is a mere epithet he who goes in heaven and it may well be that this was only a title of ra who was thus worshipped at these places sobdu was the god of the eastern desert and he was identified with the cone of glowing zodiacal light which precedes the sunrise his emblem was a mummified hawk or a human figure nut the embodiment of heaven is shown as a female figure dotted over with stars she was not worshipped nor did she belong to any one place but was a cosmogonic idea seb the embodiment of the earth is figured as lying on the ground while nut bends over him he was the prince of the gods the power that went before all the later gods the superseded saturn of egyptian theology He is rarely mentioned, and no temples were dedicated to him, but he appears in the cosmic mythology. It seems, from their positions, that very possibly Seb and Nut were the primeval gods of the aborigines of Hottentot type, before the Osiris worshippers of European type ever entered the Nile Valley. Shu was the god of space, who lifted up Nut from off the body of Seb. He was often represented, especially in late amulets possibly it was believed that he would likewise raise up the body of the deceased from earth to heaven his figure is entirely human and he kneels on one knee with both hands lifted above his head he was regarded as the father of seb the earth having been formed from space or chaos his emblem was the ostrich feather the lightest and most voluminous object harpy the nile must also be placed with nature gods he is figured as a man or two men for the upper and lower niles holding a tray of produce of the land and having large female breasts as being the nourisher of the valley a favourite group consists of the two nile figures tying the plants of upper and lower egypt around the emblem of union he was worshipped at nilopolis and also at the shrines which marked the boating stages about a hundred in number all along the river festivals were held at the rising of the nile like those still kept up at various stages of the inundation hymns in honor of the river attribute all prosperity and good to its benefits chapter seven